Bush and Richie here, uh, aching slightly somewhat, I guess, from this morning's activities. Uh, we were racing against Dave and Matt on the breakfast show uh, in Margate for the Sinclair C5 Seafront race. We still can't tell you what's happened because obviously the result's not gone out on the breakfast show yet. And you may be listening to this podcast before Wednesday's Dave Berry breakfast show happens. But I can tell you two things, actually. Go on. One, it involves the word dent. Mm-hmm. And two, I think I've pulled my right ass. It's quite a hard work, isn't it? Yeah. There's a lot more pedalling. I remember when I saw the Sinclair C5 being driven around by Sir Clive Sinclair on Tomorrow's World. I swear I just saw him sat there almost filing his nails and this thing was weaving around Norwich City Centre or yeah, something. Yeah, and he's wearing like a black cloak. Yeah, and yeah, black cloak and he's just saying he might be on his way to a meeting. <laughs> we were absolutely going hell for leather there cycling those things, weren't we? I've got a theory as well. I'll tell you why. Let me let you... You've probably not been in a Sinclair C5. Why my right arse hurts... I think Mm. it's because you sit on top of the handlebars. Strange design. Might be why it never took off. Unusual, it is. You sit on top of the handlebars that you're steering with and you're pedalling with your feet right at the front of the machine. You've got a battery in there as well, though, that is activated on your left handlebar... Uh, that gives you sort of like a boost, doesn't it? It's like a little uh, Donkey Kong power boost. As a result, you are trying to strain one arse up and the other is more sat upon because what you don't want to do is activate your boost by your left butt cheek. I've never spoken to anyone before who's managed to characterise arses as having two separate entities. (laughs) A left arse and a right arse. It's just your, your backside, isn't it? Well, not really. It's, it's got a pretty clear dividing line, isn't it? <laughs> That's a good point. Very good point. <laughs> Can't argue with biology. Uh, here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. The no repeat guarantee with you right the way through till five. No songs repeated on our watch. But as I mentioned earlier on, uh, Richie and I were in Margate this morning. Uh, racing Dave and Matt from The Breakfast Show on Sinclair C5s. Uh, you can find out who won tomorrow morning on the Dave Barry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio. They're live from six tomorrow. But here's the interesting thing. An interesting and uh, unexpected opportunity dropped into our laps on the way back from Margate today, didn't it? It's been uh, quite a logistical day. We got uh, we got cars down to Margate to be there early enough for the race. Uh-huh. We've raced Dave and Matt from the breakfast show. We results have. tomorrow. And then, obviously, we have to be back in central London from Margate in time for this afternoon's show. So we were bought train tickets. On getting off the train at St Pancras, we realised that due to the logistical genius that is Mark, the producer of the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, we'd been bought return tickets. So what Bush and I have both got is a completely redundant return ticket to Margate. So is that only valid until end of play? T- what's the latest someone could go back f- today. to Margate? Today. It's just it for is today. today. It's just today. It's, it's two tickets, because obviously we've got yours and we've got mine. So yeah. this, is a, this is a trip for two that you could win. So it's virtually get... a holiday to the sea. <laughs> it's, it's a holiday exactly to the seaside. It really is. If you're sat there and thinking, what should we do tonight? Oh, dull old Tuesday night. How about go to Margate? Don't sit there and watch Netflix in your tracky bottoms. Go to Margate trip with your to loved ones. seaside, beautiful restaurants and all this kind of thing. Catch them rays, kind of. So 0330 123 1215, if you would like to win this trip to Margate, there's a question to answer. Yeah. Should just give you the terms and conditions right now. This is quite important to do listen to this bit. You must collect your tickets from our studios. It's a one-way ticket for two people to Margate. You can only travel today. There's no accommodation. <laughs> there is no return travel. There is no spending money. And the ticket's only valid on HS1 via Hearn Bay. But if it meets all those credentials if for all you... That 
makes sense to you. 0330 123 1215. Call now to win yourself a trip to Margate. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night. Hometime with Bush and Richie. Putting the kettle on and maybe knocking the central heating on for you before you get home through the power of music. We hope you're enjoying it so far. And what an opportunity we're presenting with you at the beginning of this show right now. Win yourself a trip for two to Margate uh, wow. tonight. No return travel accommodation, spending money, uh, and you've got to pick the tickets up from here. But uh, from that, though. Yeah, it's a great prize. Uh, lines are still open 0330 123 1215. Should we put some callers through? Or? <clears throat> yes. Adam? Sorry, none yet. No one's called in yet. I guess I didn't give out the questions. That's what it is. That'll be why. It's not that it's just an unappealing prize. No, you probably sat there thinking, I'd love to win that. Yeah, what do but I... But I don't know what the question is. I'll make a fool of myself. Completely. All right, well, listen, you give the question, I'll get ready. The lines are going to obviously okay. go crazy. Uh, which 80s pop duo took a trip down to Margate? Which 80s pop duo took a trip down to Margate? That number again, Richie? 0330 123 1215. Call a chaos after the break. Home time with Bush and Putting you first with award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Someone says, guys, I think train tickets are non-transferable. If in brackets, if you need a get-out clause. First of all, why would we need a get-out clause? We're very proud of this competition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Secondly, you can you can give a mate train tickets, can't you? I thought so. Give it away on a national radio station there without go, any yeah. any worry about legality. We've been quite clear about the terms and conditions. Hey, listen, let's go to line 25. We've got a caller, Richie. A lot of callers, actually. Line 25, we can say hello to Scott. Scott, how are you doing? Not too bad. Welcome to Home Time. What kind of Home Time-related thing are you doing at the moment? Um, well, I'm just sort of sitting in a pub and having a beer. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, hey, what, what are you up to this evening, Scott? Not a lot. Where are you right now? Actually, where I are am, you? I am in Walthamstow. Okay. All so, right, and what, well. what pub, what booze are you in in Walthamstow? Uh, it's called the Ferry Boat Inn. Give everyone a little wave. Say hi, everybody. Just make friends in there. Uh, Come on. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sitting in my van at the moment, to be quite honest with you. All oh, <laughs> right, okay. But then enough. get out of the van and into the pub. Yeah, right, we exactly. get you. We know what we do. Uh, well, look, Scott, this is uh, a great prize. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty niche one and unique, but thank you very much for calling to enter it. Do you know what you're playing for? Uh, not really. I just got in a van, heard it, and I thought, yes, I know the answer, and I'll give a call. OK, well, let's, I'll tell you what, let's get the answer out of the way first. You must the... be quite excited, though. You must <laughs> yeah. be quite excited, though. The question was, uh, which 80s pop duo went down to Margate? It was Chaz and Dave. Yes! yes. Well so, done. Scott, uh, you obviously called and didn't hear what the prize was. I think you're about to learn oh, a very, very valuable life lesson, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> You've won a, a pair of tickets to Margate. Well, steady on, actually, Scott. The terms and conditions are, though, it's it's a one-way ticket for two people to Margate. You can only yeah. travel today. Uh, there's no accommodation oh. at the other end. There's no return oh. travel or spending right. money. And your right. ticket's only valid on HS1 via Hearn Bay. And that's today, is it? It today, is today, yeah. Today, yeah. yeah, I won't be able to make that, mate. Oh, oh Scott. Scott. <laughs> well, i tell you what, look, look yeah, we'll pass your tickets on to someone else, but um, congratulations for, for winning a prize that you couldn't win. i tell you what, uh, maybe a home-time balaclava for him. Balaclava for oh, Scott. That sounds very good. <laughs> Just don't park up in your van outside a bank and put the, the balaclava on, otherwise you'll be in some serious trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Very trouble, yeah. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. 
Absolute Radio. Plus, Charmless Man on Home Time. It's Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Hello, chaps. How about playing Chaz and Dave's Margate? Oh. We'd love to, but because of the no-repeat guarantee, Leona played it just after 10 today, so we can't repeat it. Damn. Between 9 and 5, nothing repeated all day long. Always the way, in it? Leona ruining stuff for isn't us. It just, by, isn't it just? By being a tinker. Can't play it. Uh, if you want to find out how the Sinclair C5 race went between myself and Richie versus Breakfast, make sure you listen to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show tomorrow morning when you wake up. Now, I just want to talk about our little trip to Margate this morning on a serious note, because we've mucked around about giving away the tickets and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was actually the return journey filled with quite a bit of jeopardy, because uh, Richie and I were rerouted on the train via Rochester because they found some unexploded World War II ordnance near the line. Yes. And the police closed the station we were supposed to go through and, and therefore our train had to go a different direction. So bear in mind, when we're up against the clock and we're trying to get back for this mere broadcast of four... For you. What you don't want is an unexploded Second World War bomb delaying your train slightly. Isn't that unbelievable? I never thought that Hitler would interfere with my journey into work today. But he has. There you go. So in terms of jeopardy and, and drama, that's up there, isn't it? Oh, out of ten, I'd say it's a good seven. You reckon it's a seven out of ten drama? Definitely, yeah. But we were just saying on the train on the way back, that's pretty... That's the kind of thing you get in and tell your other half about. Yeah, my train got held up. Yeah, you're not going to believe this. Unexploded World War II ordnance. That was it. That was the exact phrase the guard used. World War II ordnance. Unexploded or something or other, yeah. Like, you just imagine the bomb with some kind of horrible words from the Luftwaffe painted on the Mm. side of it. You know, it's high drama. So we just wanted to put it out there. We kind of feel that we've kind of had the most dramatic day so far. Mm. But maybe you... Something's happened to you today that you can trump the fact that we've had unexploded World War II ordnance on the other track. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. You can text us eight twelve fifteen. We will mark your day on our drama scale. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. On a serious note, Richie and I's journey back from Margate Racing, Dave and Matt on the breakfast show in Sinclair C fives was filled with jeopardy. Uh, we had to be rerouted on our train because of unexploded World War II ordnance. There was a bomb near one of the stations. We've decided on our dramometer. It's a 7 out of 10 for us. How dramatic has your day been? Get in touch. Now, you think you've had a fairly dramatic day. You probably want a scale out of 10 on it. You don't want to just tell people. You want to know what what number it is. Uh, We will mark it for you. We think we're about 7. See if you can beat that. Kirsty Ward. Guys, i got a parking space right outside my office today. Uh, I'd say that's exciting rather than drama, so I'm going to say four. Fairly dramatic, though. I imagine she'd get back and tell everybody about it. Four out of ten. Kip says, yes, I bought my seed potatoes for the allotment. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm being harsh. I'm not seeing drama here. It's lower than the parking space. It's a three. Wow, two of these almost thrown out for not (laughs) technically being drama. Drama, no. Clive Minchel says, guys... I had a current bun with the biggest current I've ever seen. The drama of it all when the current flew off. I didn't think being uh, that big flies were around ruined. Now I need some form of counselling. Oh, hold on a minute. I thought he had a current bun with a massive current in it. Yeah. Turns out, if I'm reading this correctly, uh, Clive's current turned out just to be a fly that was landed on his bun. This is a terrible story. Once again, he's really not rating high on the drama scales. A, a generous one. Can I just issue a warning to every Absolute Radio listener right now? I'm, very rarely do we stop what we're doing and say, you are ruining this for yourselves. We got up at nine to go and race Sinclair C5, so we've been going a long time now, so just be careful. Look, we're not angry, we're just disappointed. Up your game, 8-12-15. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richard. Absolute 
That's it. That's the no repeat guarantee done. It's back tomorrow morning at nine on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, nine to five, Monday to Friday. Nothing repeated in between. Absolute Radio. It's home time with Bush and Richie. Uh, so, Richie, and I was just telling you about the fact that we had high drama on the way home on the train from Margate, on the way into work, actually. Seeing if you can beat the drama that we had. We're scoring it seven out of ten. We had uh, unexploded World War II bomb makers reroute our train to a different place. Which we think is very, very dramatic. But how dramatic is your day? And we are ready to give you a mark. First session of this wasn't that dramatic. Let's see if we can up the drama. Although Lee Edwards from Essex says, what sort of world are we living in when a delayed train gets a drama rating of seven? Well, it was a, it was a World War II bomb. Unexploded Come World on. War II ordinance, yeah. uh, Lee, mate. Give us a bit of a break. Right, here we go. Alex from Tunbridge Wells. Yep. This morning, after an eye test, I decided to treat myself to a double sausage and egg McMuffin with a hash brown in secret from my wife. With only ten minutes left on the parking ticket, I filled my face with immense satisfaction and made it back with only minutes to spare and didn't tell her. That's good, that's good. Risk and reward, seven out of ten. Good work. Adele says, Dear Bush and Richie, I found loads of ants in my bread bin and had to throw all the bread away. All the best. More annoying than dramatic five tim says hi gents no drama today but january held for me the following number one caught three women shoplifting in matalan i'm just oh. a member of the public but i got oh. the gear back off them oh. number two i put a motorbike fire out with an extinguisher oh. again i was just passing by it's a 10 <laughs> unbelievable what a month just don't hang around with it <laughs> and nina in enfield says guys i was doing the school run uh, on the a10 on the way back i was stopped by another motorist who flagged me down to tell me my back wheel was flapping around like sooty's wand <laughs> I had to double read this for it out. <laughs> uh, I pulled over and realised uh, that one wheel bolt had sheared off and the others could be tightened by my fingers. I'd been over the Hartford viaduct. Could have been horrendous. 11 out of 10. The Bush and I were uh, lucky enough to be involved with against Dave and Matt this morning. We're not going to give you the result. It's breakfast's job to do that. But we are carrying that secret and it's weighing heavy on our backs right now. I feel like I just want to go and say it, to say it to someone. So the best thing that we can do is give you a hint of what might have happened by using one word. Like a one-word secret. It's a one-word secret, and that's what we'd like you to take part in as well. Is there a secret that you are carrying around that you can give us a hint of yeah. in just one word? Because you can you can tell everyone about it and get it off your chest and get rid of that kind of urge, because one word doesn't really give it all away, does it? No. So if I said the word dent... Oh, yes. All right, about this morning's Sinclair C5 race. Yes. I haven't given away the secret, but I've told you something that's happened. That's good, it's good. Do you feel like you've kind of shared a bit of it, but I without do. ruining it I for do, everyone? I do, I do. I want to share the excitement, but I haven't ruined the surprise. So for me, my one-word secret, dent. Love that. Work it out for yourselves. Mm. Now, bear in mind, you lot are on what I would describe as like a yellow card warning for your, your performance and behaviour so far on the show. Very much so. Matt Harmon, straight in with crabs. Listen, mate, you'll be banned. <laughs> Give us a one-word secret. Could be anything. Could be anything. Let's hope he's been down to the seaside. Andrew says squirrel. Okay. Uh, Eddie Spangles says winkle. Seaside again. again, He's been seaside with Matt. (laughs) Uh, Maddie Gowler says glue. Uh, Danny McKeon says bracelet. Oh. And Paul Rhodes says handcuffs. Does he he now? Okay. We're asking for this. Let's see if (laughs) he... Let's see if these get better. Come on. Corinne is saying banana. Okay. Lucy Williams, seagull. Oh. What kind of secret involves a seagull? Really fancy putting a seagull under my arm in Margate today. 
They're the size of dogs in Margate. They are huge. Aren't they huge? One of them had, like, toddler's trousers on. Ross Clark says Overmars. If you're an Arsenal fan, that's a fascinating one. In what capacity do you think an Overmars... Imagine if he comes back to the professional team. That'd be amazing. Oh, my goodness. Really old. (laughs) Carrying a touch of timber, yes. Knock-off kit on him. That'd be good. Howell Jones, tattoo. I think we all know what's going on there. Marlon James, cheese. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. What secret can you give us a hint of by using just one word? We can't tell you the result of the Sinclair C5 race. You'll find that out on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show tomorrow morning. All we've said is the word dent. It's given nothing away. Read into it what you like. Dent, so, that's it. Eight twelve fifteen with yours, or you can uh, tweet us at Absolute Re- uh, Radio. Uh, Neil says pulled. Ooh. He's either, he's either had a sports injury or he's got lucky. Or had pork at lunch. Or, <laughs> yeah, or pork at lunch. Yeah, that is true. Not much of a secret, though. Unless you're banned having pulled pork. Night shift, says Jane. What's going on on the night shift? I want to know. Is that two words? Do we have to deny this? Well, night shift, is that no, one no, word? No, I think night shift is one word. We'll let that one through. Yeah. Uh, Andy Bickle says DNA. Interesting. <laughs> Karen says horse. Could you own a secret horse? Imagine having a secret horse. You could put money on a horse in secret. Good point. Have a winnings. Or you could just have a horse that you keep and you visit at weekends. Richard Strang says stash. Secret stash. Yeah, of what? Luke says Santa. Secret Santa. I don't get that. Let's see what he's done. This isn't catchphrase, by no. the way. <laughs> What's, What's Mr. Chips doing? Do? What's Mr. Chips doing? Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps. One word secrets, that's what we've been looking at. We have a secret, and that's the result of the Sinclair C5 race. You'll hear it tomorrow morning on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. All we've, all we've said is the word dent. Not giving away the secret. No. We've told you something that's gone on. Uh, now, earlier on, we had someone... What was the one-word secret they, they put in and you were suggesting some potential answers for this? It's pork. So we suggested... What, what, were they, what was our suggestion? Well, for? I, I suggested it, it. Maybe it was pulled pork or something or other. And the text has come back through. It was pulled pork. Oh, yeah, it was pulled. Yeah. Sorry, that was it. Pulled. pulled. Yes. Pulled was the word. We didn't know whether they'd done some kind of sports injury or uh, they got lucky over the weekend. Or had eaten pork. Or had eaten pork. And it was pulled pork. Yes. Bought by the boss at lunchtime, but keeping it secret as the wife is making pulled pork for heaters tonight. That's so good. That is that is good behaviour as well. Keeping that secret uh, after all that hard work, I think, is, is the right thing to do. Do you know what? I would always be worried about taking something weird that you've not told anyone about back with you in your bag in case anything happens to you. Imagine if something, God forbid, happens to that person, yeah. and in their bag they've got a load of pork in there. What, yeah, would, pe- what would people think about that? In you're the not going to take pulled pork home. You'd eat it at lunchtime, surely. Well, if don't... the boss buys you pulled pork at lunch, yeah. you eat it. You're not putting it in your satchel. <laughs> well, I thought he's taking it back. <laughs> What's up with you? Sorry, can you send us another text with a bit more information? <laughs> you can have as many words as you want. Uh, Sandra says desire. Oh. Sean Booth says strike. Weird. Joe Reed says wind. Secret wind. Either by it's generally not secret, is it? Uh, Will's gone for seven. Secret seven. Stop just making up words. Uh, Simon says Trump, thank you. Chris West says patio. And Joe Reed, who's as bad as the other guy from earlier on, uh, it's another one, says wind. She said it twice. She's gone on Facebook <laughs> to say it twice. 
One final one from Kipper in Plymouth, torpedoes, which is possibly the most intriguing of the lot. Should we knock this on the head now? I think so, we're done. They're getting really weird. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, yesterday, Monday, uh, we were around about this time on the show, we were talking to uh, a lady about roller derbies. Yeah. Didn't even know it existed as a sport. But Physical stuff. Actual sport, a little bit like Rollerball, that movie where people go around in a circle and play tag, but mm. a bit more violent, that kind of thing. Uh, and it's weird that we had them on uh, yesterday. It was a lady from the Kent Roller Girls, or whatever they were called, an actual team. Uh, because, I, and I didn't mention it at the time, because I thought, well, let's, just, let's give this a bit of time and I'll mention it on the show today. I've always wanted to learn how to rollerblade, but not on my own, but with my uh, nine-year-old daughter, Erin. Mm-hmm. I thought, what a lovely father-daughter thing to do. Because I've tried football with her, not interested at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I thought, maybe... Maybe this is a good way to keep fit. She's one of those girls, as kids sometimes, who's quite happy to sit there and play on a Nintendo and not you know, get out. So we're looking for that new mutual activity to go and do. And I guess, being seaside-based, it's flat. Well, this is it. I've been down to South End Seafront so many times, looked at the, uh, you know, the, the fact that it's paved. Topography. The topography of the place, all the way down, an unbroken kind of route all the way through, uh, probably about four or five miles down to the uh, longest pier in Europe. An unbroken route, you say, but learning to do it at your age... <laughs> Thank you very <laughs> much. not be the only thing that remains unbroken. Well, this is, this is my... The, the thing that I wanted to get advice from, not only yourself, but our lovely listeners today, is... Do you ever get to an age where you're too old to learn something? Have I learned all the things I'm going to learn now? That's me done. I don't think you're too old. I think it's just harder. Really? It's what, harder to learn. How can it be difficult, though? It's just, it's just like rollerblades. Because you've built in fear by this age. You realise that if you fall over, you're going to look like an idiot and it's going to hurt. And also, you know, I don't want to kind of... I, although I think my daughter pretty much does think I'm an idiot, I don't want to make it even worse by tumbling over and maybe break, breaking my glasses in front of her. That'd be quite bad, wouldn't it? <laughs> So I just wanted to put it out there, some feelers on it. If there's anyone, let's just say, over the age of 35 who's doing rollerblading, I'd like to hear from them. Okay. All right, over the age of 40 as well, maybe. Uh, and uh, if you do go out and do it, I'd like to hear about it because I'll come down and pay to watch. Oh, you would you now, I indeed. Would Thank you very much. <laughs> Forget the Sinclair C5 race. Watch me go and do that. But actually, as well, anyone who's learnt something... Maybe a, a, a later advanced stage hmm. in life, do you know what I mean? Let us know. 8, 12, 15, got a great track from the Foo Fighters next. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running? Every little helps. My mate Rob had a rollerblading party for his 60th birthday. You're not too old yet, says Dan in Queensbury. Wow, rollerblading party. Yeah. However, <laughs> hi, home time show. I learned to roller skate at the age of 35. Broken wrist. Horrendous. Never again from Melanie. See, I don't want to tempt fate. I don't even want to say it out loud. I've never broken a bone. Never broken a bone. <laughs> I don't know why you'd say that. I, said I don't it out know loud. why you'd ruined. say that. Have you ever broken a bone? Yeah, dived into a goalpost. Did you? Yeah. Damn, I need to break a bone. I want to break like a little one just so they get it out of the way. Fractured my arm in the first minute of the game. Was it a spectacular save? Uh, no, uh, we uh, went 1 0 down in the first minute. <laughs> What a way team, to go. Team lost 21-1. Really? Yeah, I was the keeper. That has got to be the biggest battering I've ever heard of in amateur sports. <laughs> it was possibly the most fortunate arm break ever. <laughs> just to get the hell out yeah. of there. <laughs> yeah. uh, just talking about learning later in life, uh, Champa's just popped in. She's uh, doing the show that follows this, I believe. I believe so. Uh, her mum can't swim, scared of water. They went on holiday last year. Her mum decided to bite the bullet and go down the water slide. That's good going. Which is good way. Good way of kind of getting that sorted out once and for all. Hi, Bush and Richie. I had a midlife crisis last year and took an intensive longboard course at Regent's Park, says Stuart and Carl Shalton, age 45. 
And I love this one. Uh, Bush and Richie, it's uh, Churston Chris here. I used to go to Circles Roller Disco every Saturday morning at the Torbay Leisure Centre, or Eric, as we used to know it back in the day. Now I want to teach my eight-year-old daughter and I'm scared of looking like a prat. That's the problem. It's that scared of going over. Do it together. What, all together? Yeah. That'd be good. You too. And Eric, learn together. (laughs) Eric, get in touch. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Uh, super tip opening near my house, but I didn't know what one of those was. In- Intel was hard to come by. Well, yeah, and we had a, we spent quite a bit of yesterday's show asking you lot for some suggestions as to what it, what a super tip could be. Got nothing back off them, did we? No, we didn't. No one could open the door for us until now. Uh, we have Nick on the line. Nick, apparently you do have some intel for us about a super tip. Yeah, I think uh, probably more for Richie. I think he'll be quite excited to hear news on his uh, local super tip. Nick, I mean, wow. If you're going to have some kind of source in the corridors of power, this is the one to have. Where, Nick, where does this come from? Where does this information come from? Is this someone you know... So, yeah, I live uh, not too far from Ritchie in Hartford. Um, okay. Used to work over in the uh, the local council, so I've still got a few sources all over the county. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a top secret inside scoop for you. OK, Nick, I'm going to ask the question. What have you heard about my local tip in Ware that is being shut down for 12 months and is being reopened as a super tip? So what you're getting, Richie, is a, uh, a two-level tip. So there's going to be no more queuing on the roads. You're going to have a, a lane system that goes into it. You have a lower level, where, which will be uh, reserved for all the sort of service trucks so they can take away the, uh, all the different crates and things when they're full without interrupting your, your tip and, uh, and your dumping of all your, your unwanted goods. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you'll be walking along a little platform, probably ankle to shin height, um, just be able to drop things off the side rather than having to climb those awful Nick, steps can I just say you're making a lot of just a change of platform level. <laughs> yeah. like, this, is super, imagine, this is super tip. not having to climb the stairs anymore. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were rickety stairs, but seriously, when you started off, you said this is a double-decker tip, yeah. but then you referred to the uh, top deck being <laughs> ankle to shin height. <laughs> I think no, that's good. a push. <laughs> The, uh, the the lower deck is the bit that's where all the magic's happening. Go on. Underneath, to stop you having to queue on the road, to stop it closing in operational hours, those 20 minutes when you'd be waiting for a pesky changeover. Yeah. That's where all the magic happens. Beneath your very feet, there's going to be this lower level where all these things are taken away so it doesn't interrupt your, your tipping wonders. So that's, that's Nick, can I just say, yesterday's show was filled with speculation. A lot of it centred around maybe a cafe, a, a kids' play area, that, a well, crash or something like that. Well, give us something, throw us a bone here. There's got to be something <laughs> like that. I've not heard anything about a cafe or a crash, unfortunately. Oh. But there is going to be, apparently, a reuse centre, which is essentially things that uh, you don't want to just get rid of that have still got worth where you'll be able to go in and you'll be able to pick up items that other people didn't want but are still perfectly good. Now, so we did hear a lot of chat yesterday about that lady off of the telly oh, who, right. like, takes someone's discarded cardboard sort of uh, wardrobe and turns it into a new skirt or Money something. Money for nothing, yeah. the show's called. <laughs> that's it, yeah. So that we're getting one of them. right. Apparently wow. so, and then... That's got the, uh, the opportunity to save the taxpayer money and a bit of upcycling for uh, for the local the local government and the residents of Hertfordshire. Well, Nick, thank there you, you very much. 
I mean, we've got answers. Is it a super tip? I don't know if that constitutes <laughs> a super tip. You judge for yourselves. Double decker, though. It's going to take a year to upgrade it to different platform levels. Is it worth it? The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Yes, Bon Jovi on Absolute Radio. Hometime with Bush and Richie. Hope you're enjoying the music. That chat about the super tip has made one thing happen. I have before tried to campaign for doing a radio show from a tip. Oh, yeah. All right. It's, about it's, that. No, it's no secret. It was a while back. Um, and a lot of people have remembered that and yep. uh, have started tweeting about it. Provocatively, they have been they have been actually including in their tweets our boss. They have. They've been including our boss, Paul. Uh, who was the person who said no to it first time round. Well, you talk about someone in the corridors of power... I, I think he is the person that, it, would you say, standing in the way between uh, us and that show from a tip actually happening? The only thing standing the only in the thing. way, yeah. But again, you decide who you want to email. It's yeah, you. I picked this out as random here from Kevin. The bid for the first time. It's time for a people's vote to make the show from a tip a reality. I mean, it'd be great to open the super tip. But yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? And the this... Absolute Radio Super Tip. Imagine the branding. We oh, can speak on great. Paul's level here. Imagine the branding on that. <laughs> yeah. You know, at Paul Sylvester 75, we don't want to push you in any particular way. Is Putting you first with award-winning customer service. Every little helps. So I've just had a uh, text off my other half, Katie, and uh, she's taken a photo of a letter that's come through the door today, and it's a charge from my nemesis, the Dartford Crossing. <laughs> I was about to say, that's not your first time, is it? Not my first time. I'm a repeat <laughs> offender. Every time I go over the Dartford Crossing, I always forget to pay it. I'm supposed to pay it by midnight the night after, as you see on the signs. And then a three-quid journey turns into what is now a £38 fine, which will be doubled up or whatever to 70 quid if I don't pay it within 14 days. 38 quid? I know. Wow. So it Did was you a return forget journey. both ways? Forget, I've literally forgot both ways. <laughs> I've talked about this before. I've just got to say again, they don't want you to remember to pay it. They want to make it as difficult <laughs> as they can for you. If they, if they had money there and then, like a place where you could just pay, you'd get that sorted out, wouldn't you? You would, yeah, yeah. But what yeah. if you're like an elderly couple and you just happen to be passing by, you're not really aware of it, and you're going to somewhere without an internet connection? How I, do you pay then? Do you I, know what I mean? I guess that's why they do until midnight the next night. It's a wind-up. <laughs> well, and also, what's the money for? They're not still building it, are they? No, they're not, no. When was, when was the Dartford Crossing finished? Uh, early 90s. So there you go. Why, mm. why would, so for me, I've been stung. That's me stung, that is. You know, in life, there's certain things, fair enough, I'll pay for that. And then there's other things in life that you, you deem to be unfair, you feel like you're stung by. Been stung by the Dartford Crossing. I got stung yesterday. Go on. I'm going to keep brand names out of this because I'm sensible. <laughs> I've got a brain. Go on. I have a computer oh, yeah. and the power lead went. So I needed to go and buy a new power lead. Okay. 79 quid. That is outrageous. <laughs> How can something that plugs into the wall and give you power be better than someone else that plugs into the wall and gives you power? 79 pounds. Could have gone to Margate twice. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. The hunger levels in this studio are something chronic right now. We are like, almost eyeing each other like we might want to eat each other. I tell you what, I'll say something right now. If I see a stranger at 20 past seven at Liverpool Street Station who's just holding out like a pan au chocolat, yeah. I'll take it off them. Have their arm Even off. though I don't know what they are or where, what, where it's come from, I will take that food right now. Are you now. thinking sweet on the way back? Would, would you? Oh, I just feel like I feel like something really like dirty and savoury. I feel like a pasty. 
We still have to broadcast for 25 minutes. Talking about food is really not helping. Let's keep on the straight and narrow. <laughs> uh, let's just talk about this. I've forgotten to pay the Dartford Crossing charge again and now I've been stung with like a 40 quid fine. Uh, what have you been stung by recently? Uh, Amber says, uh, vet appointment to, to be told my dog's fine. 50 quid. Do you know what, vets, is it just me or have vets got incredibly expensive recently? <laughs> In, in the past, like, almost past five or six years. I guess I guess it's £50 for peace of mind for the dog you love, Amber. That's I'm going to be even-handed there. All right, uh, if you love vets so much, why don't you marry one, Richard? <laughs> I'll be in Charlton to you directly. Go on. Dart Charge did the same thing. Luckily, when I went to pay, they let me off. It cost £2.50 each way. Read the letter properly, you could be lucky too. Oh, damn, I'll have a little check of the paperwork, the small print. Uh, what have you been stung by? Ginge, who's clearly an Everton fan, says zonal marking. <laughs> Story of our season. <laughs> Decoy says, Darford Crossing in the northwest, we have a thing called the Mersey Gateway. I've just had to pay my fine for two crossings. Never heard of the Mersey Gateway before. And Ollie says, I got stung for my lunch today. Said meatballs. Picture below. Cost me nine quid. By the way, did I mention this was a vegan sandwich as well? Nine pounds for meatballs vegan meatballs. in meatball. a sandwich? Unbelievable. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Clarification here. Um, at the end of the podcast, arse cheeks. Probably a better way of putting it, isn't it? Yeah, well, you were just saying your left arse and your right arse. I was stood there going, wow, that's, what's going on there? What's all that about? Yeah. That's it, really. If this it? ever comes up again, <laughs> which it may do, uh, you know, it's a base show. It, it, it appeals to the common uh, lowest common denominator, which it, is where where we kind of I, 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 do, do most of our work. I, I don't think we set out to be base, though. I think they take it that way sometimes. Yeah, actually, to be honest with you, right, as you have probably just heard in this actual podcast, some of the stuff you lot sent in during the course of the program today, when we were trying to keep things, you know, family friendly, yeah, they were you lot almost ruined it for yourselves. We're a commercial radio station, all right? The disposable money is with the ABC Ones, and that is where we are trying to head. <laughs> Absolutely. So don't ruin it for us. Yeah. I hate to end the podcast with us telling you off. Don't turn it all C2DE. Exactly. <laughs> we're not angry, we're just disappointed. Here's Bill Bailey on keyboards. 